on this episode of the AIE Podcast. We need your art. Meetups galore. We've got a map for your buried treasure. Beware the huts. Come on, guys. <laughs> and we talk with nobody about nothing. We don't have a guest this week. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE podcast. Yarmy mateys, this be the AIER podcast episode 164. A cannon shot off the port bow from Pirate Bay in California, this be Gomez. Hey hey party people. Accompanying me from the City of Angels is the lovely lass Araludra. Hey, AIE, I be thinking you're awesome. And from the South Seas in central Alabama is Accusad. Arr, this be Accusad. And that is enough talk like a pirate day. Oh, my God. That was it, folks. That's all you get. I'm removing my pirate hat. We're good to go. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I suddenly feel so much better. So work got me a little punchy today. So I was like, you know what? I'm I'm just going to... uh, I, I'm just going to write a pirate intro, and we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. <laughs> that's what I think. Yeah, every time I feel bad at work, like, yeah, pirate intro, definitely. P- pirate intro. That, that's going to do it. So, Zod, I'm assuming you've been venturing about the aisle. How appropriate. I have been. I'm sorry. How done. <laughs> yes, I, I'm saying I am absolutely loving WoW once again. I mean, there was a period of time over the past few months where I just kind of got burned out, and even the whole Panda thing was great at first, but then... It just fell right back into the same grind. Let me spend forever doing dailies over and over <laughs> and over. And now it's like, oh my goodness, let me run around the island. Look, a new rare, a new treasure chest, a new rare, a new treasure chest. Oh, this loot is just like Candyland. It's a total blast. If anyone out there uh, plays <laughs> well and hasn't tried the new uh, Treasure Island, uh, actually that's not what it's called. It's Ti something, but it's Treasure Island is what Timeless it is. Timeless Isle. Thank you. There is just there is just purple loot laying all over the place. I know. Um, <laughs> no reason to do dailies at all. Get to 90, get your butt to the island, and just start picking loot up off the ground. So It'll get you to 496, no f- and you can start raiding. Is there no mm-hmm. faction there, then? Like, you don't no. need to do dailies to accumulate? Well, there, is, there is. There is a faction, but everybody's ignoring it because it's like, kill these mobs and get 11 rep. Yeah, and the oh, the emperor in charge of Pandora, the big Pandorum ghost himself. Uh, you get rep with him, and then you get to buy even better gear from the the coins you collect while you're okay. while you're looting all the chests. But it is is painfully slow to do his rep grind, and just I don't know. I, maybe maybe it's better once you get to your level. Maybe you get no! more loot in raids or more rep in no! raids. But, uh, <laughs> oh, so, I'm ignoring it flat out. Okay, well, that, and and that's I mean to be fair, we kind of did a lot of rep grinds in when we got yes. to the, you know, Pandaria. So I'm not terribly sad that they moved away from, oh, you certainly can do this, but do you get any points from raiding? Like, do you get 10 points or five points a mob or something? Because at that, at that way, if you are raiding and it accumulates slowly, I mean, that's something. That That's certainly something. I have no idea. I've done flex raids and I've done the LFR, but uh, honestly, no clue. Oh yeah, I I, I'm not paying attention to that when I'm killing bosses. I'm going, ooh, shiny loot! 
Give me the shiny loot. No, I'm busy. I've got my like my third level 90 running around the island collecting loot, and I've got uh, two or three other 85 pluses. I'm like, oh, I gotta level them. I gotta level them. I gotta give them to the island. It's Candyland. So uh, <laughs> I haven't even started. I tried to raid once. I actually ran out of time. I had to go to. for an errand. Um, but no, you don't it even is. You need to get them to the aisle because you can just be sending them gear pieces. My uh. Oh, I, oh yeah, exactly. Has a whole set minus yep. a robe now. Um, my, my 87 just... mage is going to hit 496 within seconds of dinging 90. Wow, yeah, nice. exactly. <laughs> he just got stuff stockpiled. So Aludra, it sounds like you have been doing some uh, some LFR, some flex raids. You said you got recognized, yes. both good and bad. <laughs> yes, yes, uh, I got recognized in the, the Flex and LFR, which is always fun. Hi, guys. Uh, that That's always super. Uh, somebody tried to troll me, and I'm like, nope, let's rise above it. Can't feed the trolls, but I was running with some friends, and they decided to be my bouncers for the night. And they were oh. like, hey, you can't talk to her like that. And, you know, well, your face is dumb, so there. And it was just like, okay, <laughs> well, thanks, guys. <laughs> your face is dumb? Yes. Really? <laughs> Are you 12? Faces dumb, <laughs> drop the mic, walk out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I got to go make my bed face. now or my mom will get mad. <laughs> She's yelling at me to take out the trash again. <laughs> Pretty much. That was their reaction. Oh, you're going to you're gonna be that rude? Then we're going to treat you like you're 12. It is pretty That's much it. Probably not that but, far uh, I've been spending a lot of time farming for pets, and I had a really, really good time with our fellow guilties, uh, Rosa and Buttwings, as we named him, because his uh, magical cloak, Buttwings. Buttwings. Okay. Because his magical cloak put the wings on his butt, and so he became Buttwings. Oh. Mm -hmm. hmm. Weird. Is, is he a bear yeah. or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, so uh, put it like on like his conscience. Form. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. It was so funny. No, he was in like shami form with butt wings, and we we're like, "Hey, butt wings!" But uh, sorry, we probably shouldn't do that. But luckily, he was good people and was like, "That is hilarious." Just waiting that for the awesome. gust of air to come flying out from behind there, and <laughs> pretty much right. So Just goes downhill from there. <laughs> no, but I got the one pet I wanted. Which was the ruby droplet. Oh, yes. I, I remember you, you, you tweeted about that. So I was aware. Yes, that you I did. The it ruby was droplet. mine. <laughs> I named him mine. I mean, I went to such great lengths. Mine, I had mine, to camp him. Yep, mine, his name is mine. mine. The seagull's pretty upset because I stole his name. <laughs> now, what is it? The ruby droplet? Yes, it's like the wa It looks like the uh, earth elemental from the starting, kind of like kitty cat or earthy elemental, but oh, he's wow. all red. Oh, and nice. he's got oh, cool. red glowy eyes, and yes, I love him to bits. I so. got Bonkers, but that's the only pet I've gotten so far. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, I got two. Bonkers like, and one I can't remember. Like the Bobcat Policeman? That's an awkward no. pet to have in WoW. <laughs> Isn't that who Bonkers no. is? No, he's no, a, monkey a monkey with big, uh, big boxing gloves on. Oh, okay. And Yeah, I'm like an 8 of 10. Oh, and I beat up little Timmy. The one with Undatsta. Oh Alutra. <laughs> you're just running around telling people this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, I, beat I up totally beat up little Timmy. Timmy. Yeah. He's a kid. What is little, he going to do? Little Timmy told her her face looked dumb. <laughs> and so she exactly. took him out. <laughs> no, I didn't have to. I've got bouncers who do that now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Not true. You've got your crew yeah. running around. Yeah, I don't think you're going <laughs> to talk her like that. <laughs> What about you, Gomez? What have you been up to? I, I didn't go biking at all this weekend, I feel really bad, but uh, I did go to the Ren Fair. Huzzah, I guess. Huzzah! It's, it's right, amusing. What happens at a Ren Fair? You walk around and you 
drink and eat food and look at stuff that people made that you can buy That's, if you want. I call that life. Well, yeah, but <laughs> there's, you know, there's there's wenches and there's, you know, crazy people and there there's all sorts of, you know, all it, it, it is an amusing like one of my friends wants to go every weekend and that's way too much for me. But I'll go like twice. It's I think it's open for seven weeks. I will go like two times and be completely satisfied. But I did it a lot as a kid. My parents, we drive down. So is it like a themed flea market or something? I'm... Well, no, I mean, it's it's like there are performers like wandering minstrels there's above they do the whole nine yards there's there's a queen and she has a parade and she walks around the fair and yeah they it's it's basically kind of like a sort of um it's sca but it's more of a celebration thing rather than a battle and the sca people will hate me for comparing them at all in any way to a run fair I'm just like, they hate each other, apparently. <laughs> I, I was not aware of this a couple of years ago, and I you know, made a comparison that the Renfair person jumped all over me, and then the SEA person jumped all over me. And I was like, okay, it's the same to me from the outside. But yeah, it's, uh, it's, it is interesting. It's, you know, a period. Like if you confuse a Scottish person with an Irish person, oh. Oh, oh uh, yeah, that's, that's, that, that's no Ooh. good. Um, but I, I actually. So you're out there picking fights. With people with swords is what you're telling me. Well, I, I wasn't yeah. dressed in costumes. They, you know, they, they, they yeah, just try to get me to buy swords. their stuff. Yeah, they do have swords. Some of them do have swords. swords. And you're picking fights with them. I also saw Batman yep. there though, which I don't think that guy got it. Like in terms of the like <laughs> theme that was going on, I was, I was a little. I was hey, like, it's a costume. It's what he had. <laughs> no, this, work. this literally, I want to call this. If an adult had Batman underoos with a cowl, that's what he was wearing. Like nice. it was really like, what is going on here? I don't, I don't, I do not know. He just comes to this empty lot every Thursday. <laughs> yeah, he's just he's totally one hammered. Day, there's people there. He's been drinking mead all day. He is <laughs> not where he is anymore. But no, it's it, it's enjoyable. There, there's probably one in your area. Just you know, look it up, and it's it's amusing. It's a spectacle, if nothing else. Uh, I'm in Alabama. I don't think they do that down here. <laughs> there are like seven in the United States, which means at least yeah. one of them has to be someplace in the south because atlanta maybe i could see that but okay yeah but yeah exactly unless a ren fair comes with like pickup trucks and shotguns not why, gonna uh, fair enough fair enough and uh, i was able to play some steam oh. games which is awesome yeah. I'm, I'm working my way through rain slick precipice of darkness four uh i beat the other three the first two were on the xbox and the other two have been on steam but uh they're very amusingly written and you know this new one is kind of pokemon but whatever i don't mind playing pokemon for a little while um so normally we would be uh oh what is what is zod losing it for here oh no i i can't say i'm sorry oh i know oh okay well so we were going to bring, and we were going to bring a guest on, and the guest we don't know where they are. So uh, we are just going to continue on with the news here, and maybe they'll show up before the news is over. But here we go, AIE News. AIE News. 
In case you missed it, AIE has launched two fundraisers to benefit the guild. The first is the Pass the Hat Fund Drive. To cover all the costs of our web hosting, meetup.com site, and other expenses a guild our size generates. The second is the AIE BlizzCon Guildhall Kickstarter. Scott Johnson announced on the show last week, and it's really, really weird to try and talk without a space between words. <laughs> Kickstarter um, <laughs> is one word. It's a brand. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, that's, nope, not anymore. It's not. Not anymore. <laughs> um, which, is for the, um, which will help us fund the amazing AIE gathering we hold every year alongside BlizzCon. The Guildhall has been epic in past years, and this year the Kickstarter will make sure that it's even more amazing than before. If you're interested in contributing to either the fun drive, please see the forums for more details, or wait for the Kickstarter big announcement, because we're going to have flags and parades and Ewoks. Well, and also, and if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> I would say there's probably a 93% chance that you're following Scott Johnson on Twitter. I'm not saying it's a 100% chance, but... He will definitely be announcing when it is because he is attaching his name to this. This is something that he is very interested in making it a great experience better than in past years. Because I think in past years, it kind of came out of people's like the officer's pockets. And so we would rather not do that if we could at all help it. Yeah, Scott Johnson will be there and he wants to make sure he gets a nice gold crown chair and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. We'll get him a Burger King crown. I'm totally bringing down a Burger King crown. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. Yes. Stretch goal right there. Scott uh-huh. wears a Burger King crown the entire time. Uh-huh. Okay. Hey, you graphic artists out there, and I know you're out there. AIE is looking for somebody to create a set of icons for our Umami membership database website. We're currently using some icons that we shamelessly stole off of the internet. Can you say Google? Uh, but we want to do better than that. We want something custom designed just for us that matches the AIE logo, spirit, shape, feel, just something that's us. So we're going to crowdsource it, which means we'd like it for free. But, you know, we'll give you credit and all this stuff. You get all the kudos for doing it. So if you've got the pixel pushing power, please check out our forums for more details. And so meetups. Uh, this week we've got several meetups being suggested. It doesn't look like anything is concrete, but Civ is looking to hold a meetup at the Yard House in Lakewood, Colorado on September 28th. Uh, is it Asset? Uh, is Has suggested a meetup during... The Brown Coat Ball in Phoenix on October 4th. I'm assuming Phoenix residents know what that is. I, I'm assuming that's some sort of, you know, uh, Firefly. Firefly. That's, yeah. That would be my guess, yes. But there could be a local chapter of something that are the Brown Coats. I have no idea. Sure. Um, so, and Cyanide is looking to gather get, gather together during the Nashville Comic Con, which runs from October 18th to, to the negative 20th. I'm pretty sure that's just the 20th. So, <laughs> the if 20th. you're anywhere near these locations, see the relative posts. garbage? In the community discussion forum or section of our forums. And of course, don't forget, we have a meetup.com site. You should go there. Stuff just is suggested to you, which is mm-hmm. kind of awesome if you're, you know, looking for stuff to do. Hey, board this weekend. Check out meetup.com site. Here's everything happening around you. Go do something fun. So, yeah, yeah, that's what meetup.com is. Yeah, the ultimate no excuses. You have really no excuses for being. There's actually a board game group that started up uh, just 10 minutes up the road. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm going nice. to start joining them. Nice. That's that's cool. Uh, of course, we've been talking all about World of Warcraft, and especially the new zone, the Timeless Isle. One of the great things about the island is the rares that spawn non-stop and drop epic loot, and a chance for a pet that never really actually drops, so you're kind of st- stuck there camping She's again. She's not biased There are so... Nah, not even just a tiny bit. <laughs> never. 
<laughs> there are so many, it's a little overwhelming and nearly impossible to figure out where one is before it gets killed and then you're frustrated because you're looking at a corpse that you saw alive four seconds ago. Yeah. Well, Romulo over um, has come to our aid and has posted a wowhead map showing the rare names and their spawn locations. Gasp! Study it well. There are a lot of free 496 purples that are just waiting for you. And, you know, the pets, they're kind of just a side thought, I think. Maybe. Nice going, Romulo. So I have a question as far as that goes. So how how deeply camped are these? Or is these the new tagging scheme? Whereas if you help... Oh, no, no. This is, this is yeah, it's the new thing like Battlefield Barons. Okay. Man, cross-faction people Whew. can fight with oh. you to get it. And, and everybody gets some loot. So and what, that's pretty cool. what's what's really amusing is I still remember even though they had cross faction stuff, um, there was people saying, um, "Hey, we need the alliance somehow to leave the room because this this boss won't spawn unless the room is completely empty." And so there, were, you could definitely tell both sides were screaming at the other side because they can't understand them to get out of the room. And after 15 minutes, I was like, "This is not happening." These two sides wow. cannot work together. I am totally leaving. But now that I I think this will be less of a problem, but because I mm-hmm. think they figured out that was a pretty bad spawning mechanic to like. Oh, so bad. People like playing together, you know. They don't yeah. like have to fight other players to get drops. So, just, yeah, it's, it's wonderful though. I mean, this map, Kefis was was complaining to me, man. We need a map. I'm like, why? So you could tab out, tab back in, and still not get there in time. <laughs> yeah, on the on the mini map in game, you'll get like a little skull if there's a rare up near you. And if if you hear somebody shout out that there's a rare up in the zone, and that skull's not on your map, don't even bother. You're yep. not going to get there in time. Okay. Yeah. Um, but there are like 15, 16, 17 rares that spawn all over this island just continuously uh, within like one hour interval. So any mm-hmm. every few minutes there's one up. I just make circuits of the island. And I tend yep. to catch most of them. So. Well, yeah. okay. it, was, it was really funny. Uh, I remember back in the day when I played EQ, there was an application you could run on a Linux box called a show EQ, which would actually parse the data coming to your client and show you a very rough map on an, like another computer that you could like, oh, that's where the spawn is. And you could just run your character directly there. But yeah, th- those that. were the days to... to uh, <laughs> Oh, we're so playing the snow uphill hey. both ways. That that doesn't make any sense, man. <laughs> I never did. Okay, <laughs> Jedi's. This one is for you. So even though Star Wars: The Old Republic is free to play, they still offer a subscription, and paying subscribers get benefits that non-paying subscribers or non-subscribers don't get. Uh, bo Lost my mind here. Here we go. Arona just posted on the forums that subscribers will be getting the next expansion, Rise of the Hut Cartel, for free. Well, not for free. Just because you're a subscriber, you're going to get the next expansion automatically. Non-subscribers are going to have to pay for it. Now, there are some tricks and uh, little little things to do to get this. Uh, if you're not a subscriber, if you've never subscribed, you got to subscribe before October 20th to qualify for the free expansion. If you used to subscribe, you have to have not subscribed since June 14th up until now and then subscribe to get the expansion. Or if you are a current subscriber, you must stay subscribed until October 20th to get the expansion. Confused? Offer not valid in Utah, wow. Montana, yeah. or Mars, right? <laughs> oh, wow. I mean... Spindle or mutilate. <laughs> Basically, just, you know, you can't quit Holy playing moves. for a few months and then suddenly pay and get the expansion. They want you to keep paying or join now and pay. Oh, uh, okay. I know it's not confusing. The force is with you guys. <laughs> the... 
you you wow. understand what's going on here, right? <laughs> that's that's wow. crazy. They've that gone to ludicrous speed. They they have gone to ludicrous speed on that. They've so gone to plot. Well, one of the reasons to play Star Trek, not to be confused with Star Wars, although Abrams is doing them both now, so they'll probably merge into something. Uh, that would be Wars epic. Trek. I would so watch that. <laughs> Wars Trek. So. One of the cool things about Star Trek is all of the cool ships that, you know, there's the Warbirds and the, the Enterprise class, or I'm sorry, that's not even probably an Enterprise class. That's just the name of one of the ships. But so I'm not a huge Star Trek nerd, as you can probably tell. Um, but okay. you can't be logged into the game all the time. Perfect World Entertainment has found a solution. What? If you would like a tiny version of your ship, they are actually starting a uh, what I would consider is sort of a collectible thing that you can do. Um, you can either pay for it, which, you know, you could do that if you really wanted to, and get a year subscription basically gets you 24 little model ships and like a magazine wow. to go along with the thing. They are actually giving away three of these one year subscriptions. So head on over to their official site. Um, someone posted a link in our forums, which kind of posts you know, pointed to their form or their official site. So I figured I would just skip the middleman. Thank you. Whoever posted that. I should really, I should really, uh, um, give credit where credit's due. Um, but that's yeah. Fist bump. Thank you. Thank you for helping us with show notes. Um, but it, it looks like a really cool contest and these are actually really meticulously crafted, uh, you know, little ABS plastic chips. They're, they're really real, really well done. Somebody bought a 3d printer over there. Didn't they? I, that like, could very well be. Yeah. What are we going to do with it? Oh, hey, we've got these 3D models in game of these ships. Let's print them out, which I think is awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Kind of like a figure print, but of your ship. Yeah, I still want to get one. But I just can't talk Brent Kissing to let me get one. Well, those are not <laughs> cheap. Not yet. They'll get there, but they're not there yet. Yeah, man, they started because one of my friends got he was an OG figure prints guy. And I was like, you paid what for that? <laughs> so, yeah, that's it's a little little more than I'm willing to spend to immortalize my space hobo character. In five years, you'll be able to buy a 3D printer for about, you know, 250 bucks. And then you'll be able to go online and download a 3D rendering of your character in whatever armor you pick and print it out yourself. Yes. It's coming. I promise that. Oh, no, that's <laughs> I've already seen it in, in a more expensive scale, but yes, it has certainly yeah. come down, you know, orders of magnitude since 3D printers were a thing. Oh, oh, and from the chat room said, but these ones come with real warp drives, so. Oh, there you go. Push a button, it's gone. So, so yeah. keep an eye on those things, because they will Forever. just zip right off your desk. <laughs> I like uh, Kazrick's comment, I shall call my ship mini-ship. Mini-ship. <laughs> 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 All right, so now it's time for Podcast Spotlight. This week we're sending a shout-out to Johnny Feisty, host, host of the TV Co-Pilot Podcast. It's the comedy podcast that br that bringing you a beside-the-scenes... Words are hard. Come on, guys! <laughs> that was me. That was odd. <laughs> that was me, sorry. Uh... That brings you a behind-the-scenes look of your well, I didn't know you were actually going to read it. <laughs> Yeah, forget oh, me, the, the one who wants to do this right, yeah. If you like your information that's entertaining, but not necessarily informational, then this is the podcast for you. Fun audio clips, guests, moderately factual trivia, and a surprising interviews galore. 
TV co-pilot was nominated for the Parsec Award this year, though unfortunately it didn't make it to the winner's circle. You can catch it at johnnyfeisty.com backslash TV co-pilot. And I believe Johnny had um, Tom Merritt on one of his episodes this year. Oh, wow. Ooh. Getting up there. Yeah, the, yeah. Or I could have just made that up and it's totally slander. I, sure which. I thoroughly <laughs> enjoy it. I, I just have to. This is a podcast I do actually listen to. And I am thoroughly amazed. That guy is crazy. He's crazy yeah. in a super awesome way, but these are yep. 100% written. He has he does all of the characters. Well, okay, he has guests on the show, and let's yes. just say, uh, but this is all him, and he writes the music, and yeah, whole nine yards. I, I thoroughly recommend this podcast. I think it's a, a lot of fun, and we mm -hmm. just they just started season two. So you're not the season one is there in all its glory, but I think I have uh, one episode that I need to catch up on, and then I'm caught up, and it's two episodes into season two, I believe. Now, how long are his episodes? Uh, twenty minutes. Okay, what? very yeah, handleable. Yeah, that's, fifteen that's to twenty minutes. Totally doable. They're not. They're not a not a a huge time investment, and they're very bite sized in that it's a completely random chaotic thing, but it's super entertaining and they loosely talk about the show in very loose terms that the show is titled. So it's, it is a very, you know, entertaining look at someone from the outside looking at our television programs. Very nice. <laughs> Sod. Oh, I'm sorry. Was I supposed to do something there? Yes. Oh, oh, this next one's me. Sorry. Our best I show ever, folks. You, I yes, have to show. the show notes. I don't know why we started so early, uh, <laughs> but I was not in the right place to knock me. Okay, so if you're a member of the AIE, if you're an AIE member of AIE who hosts a podcast, which is Casting Over the Pods, we want to give you a shout out as well. So send the details of your podcast to us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. Be sure to let us know if your podcast might be considered not family-friendly. We still want to give you the shout-out, but we want to make sure to warn people what they're getting into. Podcast, just so I can say podcast a few more times. <laughs> yes, that 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 is where... So normally, at this point of the show, we would bring out guest A. And guest A is not here. So, uh, I guess, unless you guys had anything that you wanted to, you know, discuss... Yes! Butt wings and Rosa have joined the chat room. I did see that. I did right see there. that. <laughs> they just got. Are we gonna start all over again? No. No. <laughs> Probably I'm not, pirate not pirate talking again. again. That's that is not happening. <laughs> They're walking the game. I cannot make a pirate noise with like squinting one eye and going like this. That's a thing. That's, it's ingrained. It's ingrained. So that's our show for this evening. Uh, next week, we'll be chatting with the folks in EVE Online. Hoots says there's some news happening. I kind of gave up on EVE. It's just I, I could get really good at another job or I could learn how to play EVE really well. I don't think my brain yeah. has like enough space for both things to happen. So yeah, that's <clears throat> that. That's the deal. Okay. Well, stay tuned as we've got a full ride of great AI member segments coming right up, including other much lo much lesser known Shaws of Pandaria, Azeroth Archives, Epic Diapers, Overly Dramatic News, Mega Minute, Ask Miss Mulgra, AIE Raid Wrap Up, Hailing Frequencies, and it looks like they didn't get my episode of Illusion's Pets. Oh, you wait. Probably you did. do a podcast? You do an episode? <laughs> yeah. 
I, I'll just add it to the list here. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, don't worry about oh, it. Oh, <laughs> big kudos, by the way, to the people who create the episode segments for the show. They are awesome. But we're missing one. We're missing yours. If you want to make a segment mm-hmm. for our show, please send it in. But first, before you send it in, if you need to reach us, we can be found via email at podcast at aie-guild.org. Our Twitter handles are the show itself is at AIE Podcast. Gomez is at show not found. I am at Accuzod and Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE podcast. We record live with video <laughs> every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can join in the chat room and laugh at us as we try to read the words in front of us on the page. Or you can catch one of our past shows where maybe we did a better job at that on our website at theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen, who knows how to speak better than we do. You can follow him at Keys with Soul, or you can visit his website, uh, keyswithsoul.com. So, uh, a really quick caveat before I close things completely out. If you do send us a segment, call your segment something like the file name. Have it be a two-letter abbreviation of your thing. If you send it to me and it says, uh, like, AA... That's not easy to find in a giant list of files that I am using to make Sorry. the episode. No, no, no. Aludra, uh, you are not the first or last person to do that. <laughs> so, it, like, it, 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 as an example, Azeroth Archives, if you do AZA dash and then the episode number, that's great. So it's just to, to make sure that your podcast doesn't get <laughs> skipped. I have completely had the files in the correct place and then not been able to find them and the episode went out without an episode. So I just want to make yep. sure that you guys, you know, get, get credit where credit is due. So. Yep. And I've been fixing that for the last couple months. You <laughs> have, I appreciate it. It's AP dash episode title and dash number usually is what mm-hmm. I get from Ludra. So that's, uh, so. that is very helpful. So okay, until- I, got, I have to give Ann a shout out in the chat room real quick. He's uh, he's come up with the idea of mashup segments. He wants to do, or she, no offense meant, Overly dramatic diapers. <laughs> that has just got wind written I, all over. I'm not doing that one. One, one of you two can deal with that <laughs> that whole I'm thing. Not, no. No. Welcome back to the Azeroth Archives. I am Vicsharkas, Draenei Paladin and Loremaster of the Archives. Last time I told of how Queen Ashara of the Highborn summoned the Burning Legion to Azeroth through the Well of Eternity. As the Legion's forces began to scour the planet, driving back the Night Elf Resistance, the Archdruid Malfurion Stormrage sought the help of the powerful Dragon Aspects aided by the demigod Cenarius. They succeeded, and the five colored dragon flights led by Alastraza joined the fight. Thus began the War of the Ancients, as the Calderai joined by the Tauren, Earthen, dragon flights, and guardians of nature sought to drive the Burning Legion from the face of Azeroth. But one of the aspects, Naltharion the Earth Warder, was driven mad while engaged against the Legion on Kalimdor. 
His blood turned to flame, and he declared himself Deathwing the Destroyer, and his black dragonflight turned on their former allies. The other dragonflights were forced to retreat. Even worse for the Kaldori, they would soon be betrayed by one of their own. I will conclude my tale next week. Until then, may the light embrace you. Follow at Azeroth Archives on Twitter, or listen to past episodes at azeroth-archives.tumblr.com. Epic Diapers. Hey there, it's Six, back with more tips for twerking for your loots on the Timeless Isle in Patch 5.4. So by now you've probably exhausted yourself with trying to find every single chest on the island. No, not that kind of chest, but the moss-covered and sturdy varieties that are sprinkled about the island. Well, I have an add-on for you that will make sure you locate every single one of these loot pinatas. Just head on over to curse.com and download two add-ons. First, search for Handy Notes, which is the base add-on to populate your minimap with whatever locations are imported in. Second, search for one such database of locations, and this is called Handy Notes Timeless Isle Chests. With both of these add-ons installed and enabled, your minimap and your in-game map will have the locations of every single chest and will differentiate them between one-time weekly and special chests. Furthermore, each time you open a chest, that location will be removed from your map so you can whittle it down to the last agonizing few chests that, well, let's be honest, you may never reach. You'll be surprised how many chests are still in areas that you walked or rode by countless times, but this will certainly speed up the rate of chest discovery faster than a teenage boy at... Oh, right, family podcast, never mind. You can follow me on Twitter at Epic Diapers or find my blog with all of my audio segments and my photo of the moment at EpicDiapers.com. And remember, it's hard to balance the pew-pew with the poo-poo. Greetings. This is Rastlin presenting another installment of our ongoing informational series, Other, Much Lesser Known Shaws of Pandaria. Tonight, The Shaw of Clumsiness. This fight is guaranteed to keep the adventurers on their feet, or rather, off their feet, as this Shaw channels its own lack of grace onto anyone while they remain in its lair. This makes movement, staying upright, and holding onto weapons increasingly difficult. Thus the fight becomes a race to see whether the Shaw or the entire party falls over first, hitting their head, and losing the battle. Should the party be victorious, the loot is contained in a chest made nearly impossible to grasp and open because of the lingering loss of dexterity. To get around this, the lower walkers of Pandaria recommend bringing an engineer with lots of explosives and having numerous health potions and bandages at the ready. We now return to your regularly scheduled raid wipe, already in progress. Struggle for Horde Control moves online. It's the Overly Dramatic News, I'm Hunts the Wind. Recent developments show that the battle to control the Horde brand name has reached a fever pitch. Yesterday, when Garage's representatives tried to register the domain names NewHorde.com and Horde2.0.com, they were not pleased that domain registrar GoGoblin had beaten them to the punch and reserved the names for Vol'jin. This appears to be the latest skirmish in the Horde domain name wars. It was just a few weeks ago that Vol'jinLives.com went, pardon the pun, live, and already we see it being replaced by Vol'jinRules.com, which asserts that the troll is the true leader of the Horde. The other Horde races have also dipped their toes into the web arena, but with less success. The Blood Elves social networking site started promisingly, but soon devolved into an endless stream of selfies posted by its members. 
We thought we had discovered the mystery of where Sylvanus Windrunner had disappeared to when we found the site BansheeQueenReveal.com, but it turned out to be just a fanboy posting vidcaps from his basement in Downers Grove, Illinois. Sad to say the Torin website, Here'sTheBeef.com, was the least successful. Surveys showed that the vast majority of people visiting the site thought it was a mail-order butcher. Unfortunately for the Torin, their web presence does not seem to be well done. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Megacode, a mini cast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I give a brief synopsis of the Immersus encounter from the Siege of Ogamar raid. Depending on the size and difficulty of your raid, this fight requires two tanks and at least two to six healers. This fight is broken into two alternating phases, the Immersus phase and the split or adds phase. The fight begins in the Immersus phase. With heals and DPS spread out evenly around the boss, I like to position myself in range of one of the tanks so that I can beacon of light at least one of them. I get up nice and close to the boss but avoid standing in the central pool of water so that I don't take unnecessary damage. When a saw bolt is cast underneath your feet, simply move back out of it. When swirl is headed in your direction, run away from it ahead of time to avoid its moderate to heavy damage. Immediately, I'll get back into position using speed of light. I like to save hands of purity and sacrifice to reduce damage on the tanks from corrosive blast. Meanwhile, I heal those in range using Holy Radiance, Daybreak Holy Shocks, and three Holy Power Eternal Flames. Holy Prism does an incredible job doing some burst healing to the raid every 45 seconds. Once Immersus health gets to zero, we move into phase two. In the split phase, Immersus breaks into two different types of ads, black ads and blue ads would get launched to the back of the entire arena. Black adds need to be DPS down by DPS, while the blue adds need to be healed up by the healers. This all needs to be done before they reach the central pool area. When they do, expect a moderate amount of raid damage to go out. So I position myself in the back of the room. Once a blue ad is healable, I pop my Guardian and Divine Favor cooldowns and heal away using Divine Light heals. Once it's at 100% health, I sprint using Speed of Light if another is farther away to top off its health. Now if two of the blue adds are close together, I'll Beacon of Light one ad while healing up the other. Also, make sure you're at least 12 yards from the ad you're healing in order to receive its healing buff. Depending on how many adds make it to the central pool area, you may need to call out raid defensive and healing throughput cooldowns at some point. It's pretty much rinse and repeat until we get the boss's corruption level to zero. As the fight progresses and his corruption level gets closer to zero, you start getting more blue adds than black adds. It's at this point where hybrid classes might consider switching to the blue adds to help with healing them up. Found this to be a fun fight with a unique mechanic and I hope this helped out. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMMark with a C or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Thromka and welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, someone named I am Yomain keeps sending me expensive gifts of purple weapons and armor that I can't even fit into yet. How should I handle this? I hate to be the one to break this to you, but there is nothing for you to handle. You have a sugar daddy, and he has been out having fun on the Timeless Isle. 
He has been running around and looting treasure chests and sending you the things he cannot use himself. Brace yourself for another hard truth. You are an alt. That means you only get to go out and play when he is tired of his daily tasks or has earned enough valor to brag at the pub. What I suggest is that you save up the purple gear and transmute it when you are old enough. Then sneak up behind your main and show him how good the DPS is on that new mace. I am Miss Mulgra, and that is my advice. Oh my gosh. Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. This is Six, here to bring you the progress, recruitment, and achievements for Aliyah Iakta Est co-guild raid teams. A-I-E. Raid wrap-up. Noogie Knights has finally gotten past Tortos and Megara in the Throne of Thunder and have flexed. <laughs> ah, I'm tired, it's late. Flexed their muscles in the Siege of Orgrimmar, having down both Immersius and the Fallen Protectors. Keep it up, guys, and hopefully I'll be back in the fall. and friends has killed Immersius, the Fallen Protectors, and Nourishin on Flex in the Siege of Orgrimmar. Better Late Than Never has cleared Throne of Thunder on Normal Mode and has ventured into the Siege of Orgrimmar on Normal Mode, where they successfully cleansed Immersius and put the tormented spirits of the Fallen Protectors to rest. Their newly formed Flex team has accomplished the same feat, putting them at 214 in the Siege of Orgrimmar on both Flex and Normal. The raid team, formerly known as It Takes a Pillage, has killed Immersius on 10-man Normal in the Siege of Orgrimmar. That's it. Got nothing else. Got 13 to go, guys. This is Six, and you can follow the Raid Wrap-Up at AIE Raid Wrap-Up, or me at Epic Diapers. You can submit your Raid progression and recruitments to AIE Raid Wrap-Up at gmail.com, or search for Raid Wrap-Up in the AIE forums on Frog Pants. AIE and Star Trek Online and hailing frequencies are open. A busy summer is wrapping up as the fleet continues work on their Tier 3 Starbase. Donations have been building up and we're down to just fleet marks and the lithium hurdles to overcome. We can make it so. 
The summer has been a busy time for many of us, what with vacations, school starting, and a plethora of new and exciting games to play. I'm pleased to see how many of the fleet are still logging in and enjoying the game, although I tend to miss out on some of the camaraderie with being part of the night shift and all. But don't worry, AIE and STO will always be a login away and will be sure to keep a beacon burning for you. STO is currently running two contests right now that might pique the interest of our artistically inclined. There's a screenshot contest happening right now on the official forums. It's a little hit in the feedback portion of the forums in the Art of Star Trek section. Check it out and submit your dazzling screenshot. Rules and prizes are listed there. The contest ends Friday the 20th, so hurry. In addition, also on the official site, you can win a one-year subscription to the Star Trek Starship Collection. These are small-scale models of famous Star Trek ships. The contest runs until September 30th. Details are on the STO homepage. You can also find links to the contest along with more details on our very own corner of the Frog Pants forums in the Alia Yakta Est subform. As always, I'll see you around the spaceways. And remember, set phasers for I'm giving her all she's got. Luja the Mage here, helping you find the pets that you want for your army. We are on the Timeless Isle, and what are we doing? Something about gear upgrades? I hear talk about that, but do you know what really matters? The pets. The pet I wanted most from this patch is the Ruby Dropling, who drops off Garnia, the mob of the way out of the way spot. She spawns on the Ruby Falls, and most players get there by catching the Seagull Express. Because that's an awesome way to spend five minutes. But if you have more timeless coins than you know what to do with, my suggestion is to buy a stack of gliders for a thousand of them. Then swimming out to the timeless ocean, getting on a flying mount, flying up way up toward the ceiling. Yes, this means you have a fatigue bar, but before you run out of time, dismount and equip that glider. You will easily and much more quickly get to the Ruby Falls where Garnia spawns. Then you wait. And wait. And then wait some more. She spawns anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour after she was last killed. And be careful up there. She hits hard, and if you die, you're going to have to get up that mountain again, because there's no way to reach your body. If you like this segment, or you want to tell me how awesome I am, you can visit the website at aludraspets.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at aludra underscore AIE. This is Hunter Talk. I am Johnny Feisty, the Hunting Hunter, with tips to make your hunter hunterific. This week's topic is flexible rating. Welcome to Hunter Talk. Joining me as mostly is my companion and co-host, Flappy the Dragonhawk. No, I'm not going to wait for you. We're rolling already. Um, as I mentioned, we're talking about flexible rating this week, also commonly referred to as... Flappy, no. No, we've already started and I don't have time to start over. You did what now? To garage hell screen. Okay, then let me see your loot. All right, I'm going to talk about flexible rating while we wait for Flappy to return with... Oh, what is that horrible smell? Garage's what? Why did you bring back Garage's boots? Just one boot? Why? Oh, no way are we mounting that on the wall. Ugh, where's the Lysol? Uh, sorry, out of time. Um, join us next time when we talk more about flexible rating. Thanks for listening to Hunter Talk. Big ups to Flappy. At Johnny Feisty on Twitter.
J-O-H-N-N-Y-F-E-I-S-T-Y Because he likes you. So, until next time, AIE, this is Gomez. This is Aludra. And this be Accusard. And this has been the AIE Podcast. Audio program so good, it's like you're there!